Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. It's another time to have another martini or two or three. It's Three Martini Lunch. I'm Chad Benson in for Greg Corumbus this week. As always, Jim Garrity is here. And uh, when Jim sent me some stuff that we're going to be talking about today, because normally we do the good, the bad, the crazy... He says every once in a while you get the good, the good, the good, and we're going to start with the number one good, and it has to do with our buddy over there, Governor Andrew Cuomo. So what's going on with him? Yeah, you know, Andrew Cuomo is usually one featured in our bad martini and sometimes our crazy martini, but uh, for all the times you've heard the things that Andrew Cuomo has done in office and said, oh my God, that, that's got to be a crime. That's got, how can you get away with that? Well, it's possible he may not get away with that. The New York Times reports that federal prosecutors have been looking into whether Governor Andrew Cuomo's administration granted special access to rapid coronavirus test results for the governor's family and other influential people. Um, And they're also, I didn't realize this, but they're also looking into the handling of the data on the nursing home deaths. Now, uh, an interesting question will be whether this is a, you know, whether there's a crime here or it's just particularly bad judgment. But in this case, Look, you know, if you're testing the uh, members of the governor's family priority over other people, you're, you know, you have a limited number of tests, you're using them on members of the governor's family instead of sending them out to hospitals and places like that. Well, you know, that's that's kind of significant. Um, and by the way, it says it's interesting. The New York Times reports that special treatment for Cuomo's family has lasted far longer than previously known, at least through last month. Um, you know, they, they, they one of the things you can I have a feeling that the Department of Justice uh, there may be some, you know, agents and investigators, FBI investigators and folks who do have uh, an eagerness to take on powerful politicians. I suspect there are many others who don't want to go after a powerful politician because of the accusation that they're being partisan or the law enforcement's getting politicized and things like that, that if they're going to go investigate somebody, they need to have a considerable amount of evidence. Well, really, there's very little dispute that this occurred here. Um, and oh, by the way, let's note that among those family members that are being talked about are his brother, Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, who is an anchor at CNN. Um, and now it looks like this is serious enough to get the Department of Justice investigated. We don't know if this is going to end in any indictments. We don't know if this is going to end up in some low level staffer getting thrown in front of the bus or something like that. But if you've looked at this and said, how can Andrew Cuomo get away with all this? Isn't some of this a crime? Well, the good news is it appears that there are some federal investigators who agree with you. Yeah, but you know what? I always look at the, I, I, this is what I've always said about the Cuomo brothers. They've always wanted to be gangsters, but they didn't have the guts to do it. But they do enjoy having some power, and this is how they do it. And uh, hey, you know, uh, I expect special treatment. If you, you know, I've always said that. Like, look, these people don't live like you and I, Jim. You know that they fly around in private jets. They have people who, you know, I see the governor inside these studios almost here in Arizona once or twice a week. There's eight people flanking him. That's not normal, but at the same time, you do start to question some of the stuff. And can't we have real questions about like? There's a difference between some special treatment and then just flat out doing whatever you want with zero repercussions. Yeah, I used to joke back in the days of Bob Torricelli in New Jersey that New Jersey Democrats don't really think of Republicans as the opposition party. They think of the FBI as their primary opposition. A, a, a comical exaggeration, but you do begin to wonder if at some point in one-party states, and New York State has been a, a one-party state since the days of George Pataki, 
Um, then it's like this only enhances the arrogance. This only enhances the sense that they can get away with anything because it's not like they need to worry about losing their next election. The only thing they have to worry about is holding on in a primary. And somebody like Andrew Cuomo has big institutional advantages in both a primary and a general election. If you want, if you want good government, go to a purple state where, you know, if you win, if somebody who wins by 1% is going to do work really hard to try to keep his nose, his, uh, his nose clean, both literally and metaphorically. Uh, and to avoid getting into trouble because they know they don't have much margin for error and voters may not forgive them. Anyway, so we'll see what happens, but that does appear that there's a step uh, in the right direction for uh, uh, that. And who knows, you know, um, is it conceivable that when Andrew Cuomo saw this news in the New York Times, he uh, he may have needed some new underwear? Maybe. <laughs> that seems like a good segue to... Uh, I like it. Our- it was excellent. Uh, our sponsor, Tommy John, you know, it is time for some spring cleaning. You should be tossing out your old flannel, your winter doldrums, and your self-doubt. And you should step into comfort and a fresh new you in new Tommy John loungewear and pajamas. Yeah. Here's the beauty of Tommy John. When you start every morning in Tommy John loungewear, you're, well, you know, that's much more comfortable, right? So you can do everything a little bit better. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. The spring... Start lounging like a pro. So here we are in the spring, winter, and summer. Let's lounge like a pro. Let's do it. And let's do it with Tommy John. Tommy John loungewear and pajamas are guaranteed to fit perfectly with comfy, non-pilling micro modal fabric, which means no lint balls or fuzz, luxurious, soft, tri-blended fabric with four-way stretch. It's the same level of comfort and innovation that goes into everything Tommy John makes, including bras and no-slip straps, twice the adjustability of competing brands, and the softest second-skin fabric for the perfect fit. Returns and exchanges are free. And right now you'll get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash martini. Yes, you heard me right. That's 20% off of your first order at tommyjohn.com slash martini, tommyjohn.com slash martini. See their website for details. All right, we move on to the next one. And this too is a good, and this too is, well, it's a great, really, in a lot of ways. The seven-day moving average for the coronavirus. We're below 30,000. That's huge. Indeed, Chad. That is the first time I went back and I checked since June 21st of last year. Almost the lowest number of daily new cases in a year. Um, and by the way, it's nice. To, I, I, that's a pretty good figure to use the, the rolling seven-day moving average because you can have a good day. You can have a bad day. Sometimes reports of new cases get delayed from one state or another, and that kind of uh, makes the numbers look a little bit hinky. So you, know, you roll it out. You smooth it out by the average. Everything's moving in the right direction. Oh, by the way, hospitalizations are down. Deaths are down. Everything's going in the right news. But the other, like, the other wrinkle to all this, look, this is all happening because of the vaccinations. Um, if you have questions about the vaccinations, talk to your doctor. But as you can, you know, people may have noticed, you know, we've been doing this since uh, really December, although it seemed really got rolling more January, February uh, and uh, into March. Chad, have you have you seen any mass death out there? Have you seen anybody no. getting vaccinated and killing over as they walk out of the vaccination center in the last couple of uh, months? I have not. Uh, I've not also seen we had a politician out here who said, if you take the vaccine, you'll turn into a plant. Uh, that was real. That was okay, I see a lot of plants. That maybe those uh, I, used to be people. I don't know. Maybe, but I have not seen anybody die. I don't see any cover-ups. I don't see any. It's like you know, you and I touched on yesterday the cover-ups. Cover-ups really don't get can't happen anymore because people can't inherently keep their mouth shut. 
So, yeah. and they have access to stuff that they never had access to before. So I don't see 200,000, which is also the number I heard of people dying instantaneously from this. I think uh, it's safe to say these things uh, seem to be pretty safe. Yeah, they're pretty darn safe. And one other bit of good news, um, I, I, if people are wary of health authorities and they feel like some of the information changes when it comes to masks, I, I get that, you know, that, that frustration. You know, scientists learn more and they go back and they say, huh, well, first we thought A, but now it turns to be B. For probably from the beginning of this, this vaccination effort, you've probably heard that, oh, the problem with the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines is you have to keep them in super cold containers, whereas the Johnson & Johnson and one can be, you know, used with regular refrigeration. Well, go figure. Food and Drug Administration came out just yesterday and said, here's the great, you can store the Pfizer vaccine in an ordinary refrigerator for a month. Chad, that's longer than my, a lot of the takeout food that I get. Yeah. Um, but that's like really like, oh, that's really fantastic news. And I'm, I'm a little baffled. Oh, they figured this out now? <laughs> you know, we've only been vaccinating the whole country for months and months. Nonetheless, this is really good news. There's still a big chunk of the world that needs to get vaccinated. And now it looks like we can be a little bit easier to get the Pfizer vaccine out to uh, lots of folks. Yeah, that's absolutely great news. And like you said, science is always changing. They're always learning. And that's the beauty of what we have. This is all fresh and new, but the way they're doing it with technology, it's uh, it's a good thing. And like I said, I've yet to see anybody turn into a plant or explode. Yeah, this is nothing to sweat over. But if you do sweat, you probably could use a towel. Yes, oh. you can wrap yourself up in the soothing, soft feel of a my pillow towel. Their current offer is a six-piece towel set, which regularly goes for one hundred nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Now for just only $44.98. Yep. I love them. I have them. Let me tell you, you get two bath sheets. They're huge. They're amazing. Two hand towels and one two-pack washcloth. Soft to the touch. There's no lotion-y feel. Machine washable and dryable. 10-year warranty. 60-day money-back guarantee. There's a ton of colors to choose from. And the beauty of this with what MyPillow does with all of its products, it's made with cotton grown right here in the United States of America. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square. Then you just enter the promo code Martini, or you can just call 1-800-874-0104. While you're there, take advantage of the deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow premium pillows, and the new MySlippers. Get your MyPillow six-piece towel set for only $44.98, only with the My promo code Martini. Call 1-800-874-0104 or visit MyPillow.com today. All right. We've had the good, the good, the good again. That's right. Three goods today. Very interesting. Tough slogan without redistricting. What are you talking about that this is a good thing? Because apparently the Democrats are looking to do something, but they got a tough slogan. And as we all know, it's all about slogans. Yeah, well, okay. so this is from the University of Virginia Center for Politics. Uh, It is run by Larry Sabato. You probably know him as the guy with a mustache on your television who doesn't look like Mike Lindell. Uh, I do believe that we could you might be some people might see one as the evil twin of the other or something. It comes from him, Kyle Kondik and uh, J. Miles Coleman. And they do really I, I, I don't know. Look, they get some stuff wrong every now and then. But I think their general assessment of how the outlook is for upcoming elections Pretty reliable. And then the other thing is that people, you know, a lot of people don't pay terribly close attention to the House races. People know what the states are. If I say to you Pennsylvania, people know what that is. If I say to you Pennsylvania's first district, a lot of people won't know what part of Pennsylvania that is and how uh, 
how much it leans towards one party or the other. They have a pretty clear assessment. Uh, Kyle Kondik writes it up here, but he says, look, one of the things that they had held off on releasing their usual House ratings of who's you know considered safe Democrat, safe Republican, leaning Democrat and leaning Republican and toss up was that they were still waiting to see what the redistricting is. And they're still not done exactly with what the new district lines are going to be. We just know that certain states are going to get some seats, certain states are going to lose some seats. But they point out that even if the district lines were not changing, Republicans uh, are favored to win the House right now as is. Now, because generally red states were gaining seats and generally blue states were losing seats, people really thought that was probably going to end up working out well for Republicans. They also had better control of state legislatures. Uh, Still a lot of road ahead and figure out exactly what these district lines are going to be. But chances are this is looking pretty good. And they point out that the current line shows many more Democratic seats in the toss up column than the Republican ones. Um, and so they, you, know, you can go through the specific ones. Uh, and, and obviously, they said there's a little bit of t- potential change here. And they also point out the historical pattern that the president's party usually has a pretty rough midterm. We've certainly had that since 2006. So you add that up. Look, it's very early. It's only May 2021. Nobody's going to make any, you know, nobody's casting votes in this until November 2022. But all of the things being equal, you'd rather be House Republicans than House Democrats right now heading into this midterm cycle. And that strikes me as a good martini. Yeah, and I'm looking at it, you know, and you've got uh, some people on the list. You think, okay, some of these people you probably heard of. Most of them you haven't. But we do tend to do this, that we, we tend to give one side power for only a certain amount of time, and then we take it back and say, all right, we're going to make sure that this is evened out. We don't want you to overrun the other side. So it usually does bode well for the opposition party when the midterms roll around. Yeah, I mean, in the end, people get tired of uh, the president's party. The president's party's grassroots tend to get complacent. And the opposition party that's out of power, you know, starts paying more attention to politics. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe what that that bastard's doing. And they get really fired up about it. And that's one of the things that causes this pendulum effect in politics. Um, the bad news is, is that then sometimes, you know, you do well in the uh, you do well in the midterm elections, and then your party's grassroots get complacent. And that's why we've had a lot of, you know, a factor and why we've had a lot of two-term, uh, 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 pre- two-term presidents lately. But so we'll see how things go beyond that. But for now, the immediate outlook for Republicans is, uh, is looking pretty good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Three goods today in the three martini lunch. Always good to be here. I'm Chad Benson in for Greg Karamas. Follow me at Chad Benson show. Uh, as always, Jim, it's been a pleasure. We'll do it again. Looking forward to it, Chad. Hi, it's Dana Lash, host of The Dana Show. Every day, I'm here to keep you up to speed on the most important stories and info that you need to know in your very busy life. And if you're always on the go and you want to stay connected, just download our daily podcast and take it with you. It's a great way to get up to speed on what you need to know and what legacy media may not be telling you. Visit danaradio.com and click on the podcast link or subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.